<laughs> what is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of D Class Moto Podcast. We have been on a little bit of a break. It's been crazy. Uh, I moved. We're in my new my new living quarters. New house. New house. Two car garage. That's the most important part. Um, yeah. And room for the dirt bikes and yeah. podcasting. This house is like perfect for podcasting we're no longer going to be in the garage we're actually going to be in a we might climate. still do some in the garage well, the, the look of the garage is really cool yeah but, but we're in climate controlled environment yeah especially in the winter time this it's, might be the move it's kind of nice when it come when spring comes around then yeah we might start going back outside yeah uh-huh. doing some garage podcasts but uh it's nice to be in here i don't have a room i'm getting a roommate i don't have one yet though so it's like literally just us don't have to worry about josh opening the garage or anything <laughs> yeah um we're also testing out these new mics if you guys can't see them they're hidden in here um they're actually not mine they belong to my work but we can use them though yeah well it's also it's nice to like test things out and make sure they work so we're testing them out making sure they sound good so that when they go on an even more important podcast than ours we'll make sure that they're good Sweet. anyway well um little update on i guess like what we've done since our last podcast um i think we went and rode a new track called sand sand mountain mx mountain in alabama uh great track really awesome love the layout has some really cool elements love the rollers um it's got the jumps i don't think are too big like because you can hit all the jumps minus like i think like one or two one or two jumps. We could have hit all of them. Well, that one, the one, the, the one big downhill, one. the downhill one, downhill. the one downhill where you had to pick a line, wide open throttle. Oh, I think I we could have done that one. Yeah, we could have gone like outside and not and not yeah. had an issue with it. But I think it wasn't really that big. But uh, I was talking about the the big one, like right in front oh, of the finish parked. line. The finish I guess line finish jump. Line, yeah um that one was pretty sweet we could like halfway jump it you could jump and land on top of it but like the actual like it was like a triple if you yeah. really wanted to send it and uh, yeah only like two people all day were it was, it was sweet it was it was fun to watch other yeah. people do it track was great uh i mean it was the prep is exactly what i would want out of a track like it had it had the the grip it was a very sandy track yeah really really sandy uh sand mountain that's why they call it sand mountain but it wasn't like it wasn't like a dune. It was like a really wet. There's a lot of moisture yeah. in the track, so it was a little too wet in the morning. But it dried out. I think it dried out by the end of the day. It was like by by the time we were there for an hour, conditions. I thought it was pretty yeah. solid. Yeah, had a blast. Um, only went down once due to my front brake locking up because it got sand in between the lever, which I don't know how my bike malfunctioned when I have like yeah, you got, got like mud guards. guards and there's like that rubber piece yeah it's like so. double protection anyway um that was weird almost ran over a kid uh got really lucky um I'd been going around the outside on this jump um because the inside landing was way too rough and the kid was parked right in the middle of the track down and like I jumped and la- I would have landed like right on his bike it would have been I'd have been toast. I'd have been kicked off the bike, but luckily I landed to the the right of him and um, like passed him and then stopped traffic. But that would have been that would have been really bad. But fortunately, it, it worked out. Uh, he was he was okay. But great great time at Sand Mountain. Definitely check it out um, if you're in the Alabama or Tennessee area. It's a sweet sweet. Yeah, track. it was a little far for us, but uh, nowhere is open around here anymore ever. So. Had to take the drive. 
Yeah. All right, do we want to go ahead and get into the meat of the yeah, episode today? Definitely. We're going to talk about some Supercross uh, stuff too. Kenny on the Zook. Obviously, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. Um, and I've got some other things I want to talk about too. But first, we're, gonna, we're starting a new little segment here. And we, I completely ripped this off from someone on TikTok. Um, oh, every, every, a lot of people are doing it. Yeah, but I haven't seen anyone do it in Moto yet. So basically, it's like a draft. Mm-hmm. Where so we're gonna do three different ones, our top basically a, a five man team best riders draft. We each pick five riders, and then we're gonna do best five videos, mm-hmm. all just dirt bike related videos. It's like if your friend is like, "Hey, I don't get why you're into dirt bikes," and you go to YouTube or wherever, mm-hmm. these are the five videos you're gonna show them. Yeah, um, and then we're gonna do uh, dream guest on the podcast. So. Let's start off with our our best riders draft. Who, you, who wants to go first? I'll let, I'll let you go first. You're going to let me go first? We each do our first, and then we go to our second each, or do we do five and then five? No, because I'm going to pick one, and then when I, if I pick one, and then you already have it on your list, and you can't pick them. Sure. Well, yeah, but so, like... No, I'm not going to pick all five, and you're like, sorry. Okay, okay. So we're going to go one, one, two, two. Okay, I'll let you go first. All right, uh, my first... Overall pick, obviously Ricky Carmichael. Okay, I would. Uh, I think that's a great pick. Um, he's definitely like on my list, but I don't have him as my number one spot. Um, Hold on, before you tell me yours, how is he not? He's one. He's, his name number, is the goat. He's number two. He's the greatest of all time. Uh huh. He when I was first getting into dirt bike riding was like when he was like in his stride. Yeah. He's. Done all of I don't even know how many seasons he's done it where he literally won every single moto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, like I definitely think Ricky Carmichael is like the most pivotal like rider for motocross, but I don't think he's the most pivotal rider for dirt bike oh, riding. You picked. All right, so, whatever. Go. My number one is Travis Pastrana <laughs> <laughs> because that guy has as done, far as influence. Exactly, yeah. he's brought more people I think to. Like dirt bikes than anybody else, so therefore he has to be number one. Like I got, I think, I mean, obviously, I think Ricky Carmichael has more talent on a dirt bike on a track than Travis will ever have. But as terms of like bringing like eyes to motocross or like just dirt bikes in general, Travis Petrano has got to be number one pick on that list. Because, but is that what this draft's about? Yeah, it's the top five riders. Like he rode dirt bikes, and like not only did he do like. Road with like Ricky Carmichael. I mean, he didn't like. All right, well, let's keep going okay. through this. But if, if my five riders are lining up at Red Buddy and your five riders, I'm already thinking mine are going to wax yours. Well, that depends because. Okay. All, All right. right. So, yeah. So I've got Ricky Carmichael first. You've got mm-hmm. Travis Toronto first. Good, good pick. Sure. I thought what I would have picked. Um, my number two, since you left it wide open, James Stewart. Okay, that was my number. Obviously, yeah. I mean that one. That one goes without saying. I will um, say there are other riders that are more decorated than him. Uh huh. But as far as like what he did for the sport, like he, I feel like he brought this like new gnarly riding style that all these guys are doing now. Oh yeah, he's James, the one that like James Stewart did. I mean, nothing so much against on like bike. nothing against like all the guys before him, but like even Ricky Carmichael, like dude ripped. Mm-hmm. But he was the only other guy that like, he was pretty like. like well, that. Ricky wasn't like you know freaking mm-hmm. like. I mean, he was you know throwing some sick stuff down, but it wasn't like James Stewart like. Yeah. And now, like, I mean, like Kenny does like James Stewart esque stuff. Yeah, and, like the Bubba Scrub. I mean, yeah, I mean that he, just changed the whole sport. Correct. And I think that 
as far as like the fastest riders, mm-hmm. I think if it was 100% on speed, I think James Stewart would be my number one. Mm. Because he would either win or he would crash when he ri- when he raced. You're absolutely right. And so because he crashed a lot, that led to him winning less championships and things like that. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, yeah, his speed was unreal. And to have Ricky and James in one and two, yeah, good luck. All right, go ahead. Well, what's, your, what's your next one? <laughs> We got because I mean the terms and conditions of like the top five riders like I mean yeah I didn't really put many rules on it yeah so. I mean it's just like top five people on a dirt bike we, um, you can interpret that however you want sure I mean if we're gonna do like I was interpreting you know, it who's gonna wax you and well I mean I'm, if you I'm show winning. up to a freestyle event I don't think either of your guys are gonna compete against anybody on my list you're right you're right so number two on my list is Ryan Dungey. Um, Maybe you're gonna put Dungey up high. Ryan Dungey, I mean I would have put Dungey Dungey's third on my list. Um, but because obviously like who'd you pick before him ricky or james james so ricky wasn't even your top three ricky was ricky was two excuse you're right uh ricky was two james was three um in in like so all right anyway keep going all right dungy dungy is is my number two um yeah the guy was literally picture perfect i mean if you think of like the most consistent rider um i mean for me it's it's ryan dungy he did yeah he did the most like like he i've never seen a championship completed with like such ease like the man didn't try yeah that's why i don't really i'm I'm not the i mean obviously the dude is ridiculous i'm not the hugest hugest dungy fan i'm not a huge dungy fan yeah you are you're a big dungy fan (laughs) i'm I'm, not a huge dungy fan compared to like some of the other guys on well yeah I i would i would rock a lot of these other guys shirts other than a dungy shirt yeah Dungey was one of the fa- fastest to do it. He just mm-hmm. he made it look boring to me. Sure. Which like props to him for being able to go that fast while making it look like he wasn't going that fast. Right. But like as far as like excitement goes, like like he when he was in his stride, he was just like winning every weekend. And it was like oh, of course again. Yeah. Well, also, which like I'm sure people thought about it, like Ricky too. But yeah, oh yeah, I mean Ricky went an undefeated season, so I mean yeah, people were probably like, come on, yeah, exactly. someone else win. It's the same. Yeah, I was gonna say but, like. Anyway, that's Ricky just how I felt about Dungy. Right. So. You're number three? Uh, Eli Tomac. Ooh. That's controversial. Is it? I, He's I, more decorated than James Stewart. Okay. Okay. So, but influential. Sure. Influential, yeah. I mean, you could go... I'm going for people that are going to wax you. And so far, I've got the three fastest guys on the planet. <laughs> All right. At least when they were in their prime. Right now, Ricky and James would be pretty dang slow. But Okay. This one was a really... This is a really like these two are like I had I had a tough decision like putting these two like back to back um, like which one was above the other because in their own in their own field I think they're very they're very close but um, my third rider I'm gonna have to give to Jet Lawrence and it's a very close really? it's very close that one's controversial my fourth one um, wait no you're not going fourth yet I know but like I'm just saying like my fourth one and my third one. Are, are like okay. interchangeable i think just because of like so why do you pick jet now are you talking about future talent because he's only yeah compared so, to s- some of the greatest of all time correct he's, yeah he's not there yet we haven't seen him but what i see in jet and like his potential i think makes him arguably a top five member on my list without a doubt he's got the influence for sure and that's that's the other thing he's pulling a lot he's of got influence. the tiktok followers yeah not not <laughs> only has he got like social media or just like a fan base to follow him i mean as many 
<clears throat> as many fans as you have for like Ricky, James, you know, Dungey, um, Travis Pastrana, we're bringing a new age of fans in with Jet. And so I think you've got the po- your, your, yours probably has the popular bit so far. Yeah. I mean, not going to lie, Jet's pretty dang fast. We saw him on a 450 in the Nations and he did, yeah. he did pretty solid. So I mean, I think there's a, a bright future for that kid. Yeah. He's um, going to, he's going to, I think that. In ten years, he's going to be one of those people up there with like James Ricky and all them. Mm-hmm. I so, think I, I think I already know what your number four is. You do not. I guarantee you don't know what number four is because it's a wild card. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. What do you think my number four is? I think your number four is either Villapoto or uh, Trey Kennard. Trey Kennard was even on my list. Oh, okay. He was my favorite rider growing up. Okay. But he's not on my top five. My number four is Jeffrey Hurlings. No way, yep. dude. You know why? Why? Because you, you obviously didn't watch that video I sent you the other day. Is it? It's like 40 minutes. And I was like, dude, watch this when you have a minute. Well, I don't have 40 minutes. I know, but I, that's why I emphasize like, dude, you have to watch this. Okay. So I got to find the video I'm talking about because it was. Is that, is that's part of your, that's one of your videos then. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Um, hold on. Let me find. So I posted it on. Our Instagram, I was like, okay, why like, everyone watch this? Why does why is he a top five rider on your team? I think that uh, he might be faster than Tomac. Really? Yeah. So, hold on, let me find just so I can sh- show the listeners and you. So this video, I, I was just in like I was sitting on the couch right there mm-hmm. two nights ago, like you know, kind of just like scrolling through, and YouTube was just playing in the background, mm-hmm. and it was just auto playing videos. And this video came up. It was called, if you can see this, gosh, focus, come on. It's because it sees our face. Here, cover your face. There we go. <laughs> it actually worked, no. Gosh, focus. There, it goes. there we go. Dang it. There we go. All right. You guys have to go find this video on YouTube. So I didn't know this happened. Okay. But in 2017, when Trey Kennard was riding for KTM, mm-hmm. he got injured or something. In the very last pro motocross race of the season, Jeffrey Hurlings came over in 2017 okay. to race at Ironman, the la- which was the last round of the 2017 season. He just raced the one, you know, the two motos, one race. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Hurlings went 1-1. Really? Yeah. The only two times he's ever raced in American motocross, he won both races in the 450 class. Dang. And the argument is, it was the last race of the season, Eli was riding conservatively to make sure he clinched his championship. Mm-hmm. But Moto won. They were going head-to-head. Hurlings, like, he he beat him. Wow. First I, Moto. Second Moto, Eli started kind of back and, like, just kind of stayed far back because he had, if I think if he had uh, crashed, he would have lost it, but he basically just had to, like, finish the race to win. Mm-hmm. So second Moto, like, but so here's the other crazy thing. Dude, you just have to watch the video. Jeffrey Hurling's second moto. Uh-huh. He crashed in the start, was dead last. Came all the way back from dead last to first. Holy cow. In the 450 moto against like the best riders in America. Wow. I did not I did not even know that. Yeah. I, mean, I know he's like well, the, the, I know the, he's a they fan. call they call the guy calls the video. It's this dude, it's like a little mini doc that this guy made. And he called it. Uh, Americans want you to forget about this race. Mm. And he basically said it like, no one ever talks about it. Like, yeah. Cause like, I mean, the, the MXGP dude came over and just waxed everyone. Mm. It's like, there was like before, like people knew that Hurlings was coming over. And like, I think Steve Mathis said, like, 
I'll break my computer if Jeffrey Williams goes one one. Like, there's no chance that's ever gonna happen. Yeah. And like, he came over here and waxed all of us or all the Americans, and mm. like, wasn't the best look. Wow. And so like, Americans are like, but dude, I think it was sick. I wonder what he would have been like, like with Eli in his prime and Hurlings in his prime. I think Eli's still in his prime, dude. He just no, like right, yeah, like Eli right now. That's why they need a race right now. They need to race before Eli retires. Yeah. Like okay. actually. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because like that dude, one, like. Moto one, it looked like Eli was like he was. You'll just have to watch the video. He okay. was going for it, and then he went down because mm-hmm. Hurlings was like forcing him to go out of his comfort zone. Gotcha. Gnarly video. Yeah, I'm definitely watching that. Then um, it's a long one, but it's worth it. All you listeners, watch it too. Look up. <laughs> uh, well, I, I've showed it. Look it up. All right. Go to All my right. number number, number three. Your number four. Number four. Number four. Axel Hodges. <laughs> okay. The guy. Has dominated. You're going for influence over speed for sure. Well, I mean, it's like respectable. I mean, you got to have two sides of the spectrum because if I just pick like my favorite fast riders versus your favorite fastest riders, like, you know, we'll just be wishing we had the other person's, you know, other pick. Yeah. Um, so I went with, I went down the route that like, because these people are what's keeping like the new generation like going and stuff like that. Um, I actually had Axel ahead of Eli. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, in terms of like, okay. <laughs> in terms of like influence, don't get me wrong. Eli, yeah, I mean, Eli, he's a quiet dude. So like, yeah. but he's not looking for the influence. He's looking no. to wax people. You're right. He he's does. just looking for championships and you know, Paps Blue Ribbon. So <laughs> that guy's he's kind of he's kind of set. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, Axel. Um, I mean, he could slide right into like the top five videos because that guy has done more yeah. like spectacular things on camera than like a lot of guys have done, and like you get to see it in 4K. So it's yeah, it's, it's pretty new sick. age, new yeah. age stuff. Um, that's my number four. Do you want to go first on your number five? Or no, we're gonna keep it in order. Yeah. You're not gonna pick my number five anyway. Uh Jeremy McGrath. McGrath? Oh yeah. McGrath's a solid pick. Um, I feel like I didn't really get to see him ride much because like when I was getting into it, it was like mm-hmm. 2005, which was like his last season. Yeah. Um, but from seeing videos from what I've heard, I mean the sport was a lot more different back then, but he was like waxing people. Mm-hmm. I've been saying the word wax a lot, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we're making candles over here. We're making, you, remember, you were making candles the other day, so it got me in the yeah, well. got me thinking about it. All right. Um, but yeah, that's my number five. Solid list. What's your number five? Solid list. My number five goes to Brian Deegan. Like freestyle and supercross. Like he won a he won a supercross race as a privateer, which I mean, how many people have done that? It's impressive, yeah. Uh, and he ghost, ghost rode his bike off the finish line and swore on live television. That gives me, like, I wish I could have put him higher on the list, but um, that's just where he posted. But also, like, freestyle, huge influencer. I mean, like, he created this massive mo- movement inside the freestyle and just, like, kind of like a rampage um, style like motocross scene. So a lot of my guys are like freestyle riders um, because that's honestly what I grew up watching because I never had like, I mean, obviously I watched the tracks and like went to Red Bud and stuff like that. But what's cooler than watching, you know, somebody do a double backflip on a dirt bike or like seeing Axel hit some like massive gap or, you know, even Brian Deegan, like watching those old um, like videos of him and like, the metal militia crews just they just destroy things and like well, plus do awesome i mean not stuff. to mention like the influence that he still has yeah oh my gosh <laughs> look at yeah he's and he's like 
you know, progressing it through his son too is pretty cool. He's so. Yeah, he's continuing like his influence, not only from his past, but like he still does a lot of stuff to this day, which I mean, we're like, we're talking like the 90s until like, you know, we're in 20. He's like been relevant like, for longer than any other yeah. person on a dirt bike, I feel like. I'd say that's pretty accurate. I mean, so. Pastrana is up there with him. Yeah, but Pastrana's not on a dirt bike as much anymore as, yeah, as Deegan. Deegan's been dirt bikes pretty much the whole way. I mean, yeah. he's done some like other stuff, but anyway, that's that's my top five. Well, that's our draft. I would say uh, the popularity vote you would probably win. Speed, I would. I don't doubt, <laughs> dude. You think I'm gonna argue? Like, yeah. if you have Ricky and James, it's over. Yeah, like those are the top two. Like those, like if I, I, pick... I do think that. Uh, People are going to probably hate me for this. I think Jet in his prime, which is like right now, mm -hmm. or maybe next year, he, he's getting better every year, so who yeah. knows. I think he would beat uh, Ricky and James. Mm. Interesting. Because of, I mean, it's hard to tell because like the bikes change a lot too, mm -hmm. but I think that Ricky and James push the sport to progress, and then like the riders are just keep... They just got they better and better keep every getting year. faster. Yeah. And it's forced this like progression mm -hmm. to where I think that I think there's a few riders that would beat them. Mm. I think, but also, I mean, it's hard to compare because like if they were racing now, then they would have also been progressing. So like, you don't really know. Yeah. But definitely. Anyway, there's our draft. That's solid. I mean, let me make sure the camera's still recording. Take a little breather. I always like to, uh, well, we're, no, we don't have to take a breather. I just want to, we're at 21. 21 minutes, 21 and a half. We'll have to chop that up a little okay. bit to make it fit on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely make cuts. Yeah. All right. Well, we're still rolling, so that's good. Um, you want to move right into the next one? Yep. So the next draft we are doing. Top five. Top five. I am. Dirt bike videos. I'm going first on this. I am. All right. Yeah, you got so, first. Since. I am so excited for this one. <clears throat> I, I am, I'm still like, wait, hold on. We're going to do a little intro for the, okay. This is top five dirt bike videos. If your buddy is like, Hey, why are you in dirt bikes? I don't get that. Mm -hmm. You're showing him these five videos. Yeah. Um, for me, I think my one and two still could be interchangeable. Um, but I think the most iconic video, um, would have to be, cause I see this video played more than like any other like moto video uh travis pastrana um does a double back dang it in 2006 that was my number one x games 2006 that was my number one pick yeah buddy i dang mean it. that video like that shot of the camera following him as he does a double back i watched it live i've seen yeah same i i've seen that video played more times than any other video so yeah Hands down, you got it. Dang gotta, it, I didn't, you gotta, gonna, I didn't think you were going to pick that one. You kidding me, dude? <sighs> my Travis Pastrana was my first pick in my top five riders. That's like, true. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my number one. Dang it, I've been thinking about that all week. Dude. I was like, I'm going to freaking That was the one. first thing that came to my mind. That one and then another jump. <sighs> that just that just proves how iconic that video is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially some, like, we were so different on our first top five. Yeah. And then, like, for our, you know, next top five to be, like, spot on there. Yeah. All right. What's your what's your number one? Or I guess your number, number two. two. <laughs> um, James Stewart Bubba Scrub video. Ooh. The one uh, that they I mean, you could pick any of them. Yeah. But the one I'm thinking of the one I'm, yeah, the one I'm thinking of specifically, the one that is compound, he's in the, the camo seven gear. Yep, the big scrub single. with the Suzuki and he 
he gets like this close to the ground. Oh, he touches his pegs. And it's drag. like in super slow motion. Yeah. 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 That's a sick video. Yeah. That I would show to my buddies. Like the double backflip is iconic. The Bubba scrub video, I think, is just like that gets you like, oh, like yeah. going absolutely nuts. And also, I feel like like us like actually riding dirt bikes too like oh yeah you see that and you're like dude that wants me that makes that? me want to ride a dirt bike so bad like i want to yeah. get on my bike and, and just like, like the way it was filmed too i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure jace from gypsy tales uh helped film that one did you really um it looks so red sick. red bull put that whole thing together but uh the way that it's filmed with like the super slow-mo and like james is like talking over it like about how he like hates doing them mm -hmm. and it's just and he like bunny hops like before the lip too yeah. and like oh it's so sick yeah that video is that i i completely forgot about that video i wish i remembered it because that would have made it into my top five but what well, you wouldn't be able to pick it so <laughs> you're right all right what's your next pick all right number two is another freaking iconic travis pastrana jumps his bike into the san francisco bay 1999 that video Dang, yeah that video will forever sit in my brain because he got in so much trouble for doing that all the money he won for winning that x games he had to pay for like really? he had to pay yeah he lost all he, he he won that competition for free um because he had to put all of his winnings towards um paying off like the damage control because i mean that bike had oils and stuff in it and it is at the bottom of like the most like eco-friendly uh mm, like that bay is pretty nasty well obviously but it's california so yeah um did he get the bike back uh i think police impounded it i don't know if he got it back i but think they he pulled did it out of the room oh yeah oh yeah they had to they had to pull it out bay. um but yeah 1999 san francisco bay pastrana number two okay yeah it's a good one it's a really good one i love i love watching old pastrana videos but um, um my number two is I, this could go a couple different ways but uh team fried red bud really yeah and people are like yeah, why are you in dirt bikes? I'm like, just look how sick this is. I'm mm. like, they film it well, good music to go with it. Like, it gives like a, oh, a good like production. Like, you get to see all the different riders. Mm -hmm. That's a good pick. We were there. Yeah, it's a sweet. That was a sweet video. I mean, production wise, like obviously, like having the level of production will bring in because if you watch just the moment of like that race, it's just a pretty normal weekend of racing. But when you get to see what happens in that weekend to a like top tier production team yeah. then that turns that video into something really special and I, I think that is a really cool video i was gonna say can this be like my what what do i on to yeah that was just my 2b i was gonna say I, I, the reason i didn't put this down because i didn't remember which race it was mm -hmm. but i think it was 2021 that was a team fried video um and it was the one where they went from limp biscuit into oh, yeah, yeah into nxs uh-huh I forgot. <clears throat> That's an isn't that a I want to say it was a like Unadilla or something, maybe? I don't know. I don't yeah, I, I don't remember. Um but it's it's the one where they use where he uses those two songs. Mm -hmm. That video is my favorite one that they've done. Mm. And then like it never tear us apart and like jet like scrubs over this <laughs> down 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 down. down, down, down. <laughs> it's so sick. And then they do like That's the little uh sweet. the saxophone solo over oh it's so good. That that's my favorite one, but I, I didn't remember which I mean, honestly, all of Team Fried's outdoor videos, mm -hmm. like I'm, those are my favorite videos yeah. to watch. I mean, they're great. Like, currently. I would love to show a video like that. To well, that's the thing is, like, when someone's it. like, "Yeah, no, you're right." Someone's you're like, right. "Why are you into motocross stuff?" Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, look at this. This is sick. All right, number three top video for me, 
Ricky Carmichael, 2006, Millville, when he lapsed the entire field. Mm, that was a good one. I thought about putting that one on my list. That one made my list because that has never been done again in the history of motocross. Nobody's done it. Yeah. So that has and to people be. People still talk about that today. I, I heard them, yeah. someone was talking about it uh, on a video the other day. They're like, oh, yeah, and Ricky lapped the whole field. Yeah, exactly. And like that was that, that to me is probably the most iconic video. Maybe even like moment in history, like dirt bike history, just yeah. because it's like, I mean, it's never going to be done again. Like the percentage of that, like riders are too good now. There's too close of a field for that to happen again. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great, great video. Yeah. All right. Number three. Number three for me, Chatapult. The Chatapult? Yeah. What? You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't know if I do. I got a the Chatapult. Chad Reed. Uh-huh. I'll show you. Surely you've seen this. Chad. I'm sure I have. Chatapult. I'm sure I John. have seen it, but. Oh, okay. Yep. I know. Yeah, when he goes off the side of the and he lands on the side of the, the landing. I'm just gonna watch it right now just because it's so gnarly. Yeah, I know exactly what video. And he gets up and rides away from it. Yeah. That's what's so sick about it is yeah. one, when people say they're like, holy crap. And then he, gets he just up. like pops up and it's like, dude, that guy is. If there wasn't grass on the on this jump, it would have been way, way more crazy. Uh, what track is this? Mm, High quality. Yeah, right here. Dude, how gnarly is that? And he like... Yeah front flips and he's just like he, he was, was literally he, like dead he was in the air for so long and like he was so crazy Look, and then he, just, and then he like, just gets on his bike how well he's like bending back that is, that is a pretty lower. okay i thought of that video but i couldn't remember um i couldn't remember uh what it was like I, it wouldn't have made my my top five like but to, to get people hyped about like riding dirt bike show them a crash video like that they're like oh <laughs> i don't know i don't know if there's a crash video that makes me want to ride dirt bikes well no it doesn't make you but it makes you, you're like that is sick oh like i know why you think was, this sport is so gnarly i i yeah i mean that that video shows that like i tip my hat off to like riders like that like that that level of toughness is what it takes to be like yeah. a motocross rider. And just like the wreck is like, because he gets so, so spaced out from his bike in the air. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, what's your next? Number four. Yeah, I think I'm at number four because you haven't done any of the ones that I've done. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. My number four is going to be the most epic video um, in my in my lineup. It is James Stewart hitting LaRocco's leap on a 125. Okay. Holy freaking cow. I mean, that's like that, that, that to me makes me want to get on a dirt bike and just rip because watching him like just stand this 125 up and just fly through the air. And then like, he's like literally like leaned over the front of the bars, like on the front, his chin's like on the front fender. Cause he's like so far off the bike to get that thing to come back down. Oh my gosh. And he hits it on a 125, not even like a new 125. This is what year was this? This is, oh, I don't even have the date on it, but I, I couldn't find, I couldn't remember the date, but um, this was a long time ago. Back yeah, when he was on like 125s. 2003, 2004, yeah. Or something Yeah, and like, like, just think of the power that they were making out of those 125s versus like today's 125s, like yeah. completely different. And the fact that he hit it 
that's just like the balls to just hit something like that. That gets me fired up. Yeah, gnarly. Yeah, number four for you. Mm, James Stewart, heli shoot. James Stewart. It was, uh, it, this was a video when I was in middle school. I would watch it like every day. Oh, okay. It was uh, Red yeah. Bull, put it together. Oh, it he, the, the helicopter. It's at uh, his compound. Yeah, yeah. When he just like, when he's riding at his compound with the helicopter in the background. Dun. Wait, uh, hold on. I, I had it pulled up. Sorry, um, all camera died, but we're back. Compound, uh, James. Oh, yeah. James Stewart, heli shoot uh, was my pick. Where'd it go? That's your number four. Uh, I was gonna pull up the video real quick. I know, I know, the, I know the video now. I remember it. Um, yeah, backyard. I remember. So I would watch this video, and then someone else. Uh -huh. This was back in like 2007 when YouTube was like still getting started. Uh huh. Someone else made like a different cut of the video to uh, "Amazing" by Kanye West. Oh, and. But it was like the same footage, you know, they just yeah. like... Just put a different audio over it. Yeah, remember, remember this one? Yeah. Bam, bam. Oh, yeah. Iconic video. And yeah, he's on, the, he's on the old Yamaha, and then it's just like mm -hmm. fat whips and all that. Yeah, I, I definitely remember yeah, doing the, the, oh, the yeah. wheelie on the rollers. Yeah, and that, that was like back before drones sick. where they like actually had to have a helicopter there. And... Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was one that had a lot of nostalgia behind it. Mm. All right, number five for me is the most nostalgic video out okay. of all of all of these on my list. Uh, Ronnie Mac Tech Tips 2015. That is hands I down. I know what video the that is. Funniest, like most influential. Like 2015. That was early Ronnie Mac then. Yeah, that was original Ronnie Mac. That's his like pretty much. I want to say it's his debut Maybe like, video. Is Trey Kennard in that video? Uh, I want to say yes, okay, but I I don't know. Um, basically, oh, like, <laughs> basically the video is just like him doing a bunch of like real big goon stuff, and it's just like it's just a comedy skit. But it is yeah. so funny, and it like you know it made me want a Honda. It made me want to you know cut my fenders. I never did, but like it made me want to cut my fenders and like ride like a goon. Like we were riding in jeans, so it was like. That was that was just really funny and really applicable to like what we were you know actually doing. So okay. um, if you look it up, the Ronnie Mac Tech Tip 2015. Yeah, I'm sure I saw it at one point, but it's, yeah, it's been it's hilarious. Um, it's gold, but I think my top five is like so solid. Yeah, that was like, a solid top five. I'm still kind of mad that you took the Travis Toronto double back. <laughs> that is such an iconic. It's so good. Hey, I mean, you took <clears throat> you took my James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael, which were on my list. So it's true. Um, I kind—I just thought of another one when you mentioned Ronnie Mac. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna stick with my list, but I'm gonna—I'm gonna give an honorable mention. Okay. My number five is the Ryan Dungey cornfield. Cornfield, really? Yeah. Interesting. It's just—it's super sick. You know, you know I'm it's not a huge Dungey fan, but it is shot so well. Yeah. That video you pulled up on the big screen—it is like crystal clear. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm a sucker for slow motion. Yeah. It's got so much good slow motion, and it's just—yeah, it was so unique. Mm. Like, and the amount of work they had to put in that video, they had to apparently they had to build the track. Yeah. And, and then, then they had to grow. wait a year for the corn to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And because you can't you can't build the track with the corn. Yeah. Um, they had to like literally grow the corn around the track. Yeah. So that is that is that is a very dedicated video. I think that's pretty yeah. sick. 
I, I would probably would have given that an honorable mention on mine. Okay. My honor, I actually had two honorable mentions. One is uh, anything from Red Bull Imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah. Two is when you brought up Ronnie Mac, I remembered uh, the original goon riding video, Trey Kennard mm -hmm. goon riding at the Honda test track. Or, wah, wah. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. He, he does the, the, uh, the whip. Yeah. Where he, <laughs> <laughs> what I look like when I think he, I'm And then he goes like. in the corner and slams on the brake and then. <laughs> <laughs> That was so. That was like before Ronnie Mac. Yeah. Riding. Yep. 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 And yep. That that video is hilarious. Um, my honorable mention was uh, Axel Hodges like the compound videos um, when they're hitting the like sleigh ground. Yeah, basically any sleigh ground video or like like they did the um, is yeah it was a, their contest. I can't remember the name. X Games. They was X it was it X Games? Yeah. Okay, so it was officially X Games. Um, that would have been my honorable mention on my list. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's mine. Oh, cool. So well, do we want to get into our last draft? Sure. Well, so our last draft, we're going to do top three dream podcast guests. This one's a little different from like the like typical. We're only going to do three. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I could spit off five pretty easily, I think. But we're just going to keep it to three. Um, pot, dream podcast guest draft. I'll let you go first. All right, uh, Chase Sexton. Really? Yes. So that is I so think, not the what I would think you'd want. Well, as like, top. I think that a lot of people would assume like, oh, you want like Ricky Carmichael or like Jet Lawrence or like, mm -hmm. but a lot of these like you know top names in the sport. There's a lot of interviews already out there about them. Mm. Chase Sexton. I he. I mean, he's done a decent amount of interviews. He's, yeah, he's done. But that. I think that. There's a lot in his brain that I would like to know about. Hmm. His his episode on Gypsy Tales, I've listened to probably five times. Wow. It is so good. And and that was a year ago. Mm -hmm. And you can tell by the way he's talking that he is his like brain and like how he like like accomplishes things, he's put a lot of what he talked about into use. Mm -hmm. And I think that we need a Chase Sexton. Gypsy Tales saw podcast 2.0 mm. with like the year that he's had. Yeah. And like, we're probably not going to get him. So Gypsy Tales, please interview Chase Sexton again. And if you don't do it, then we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to try. I'd love to do it. We're going to try. But I think that that kid, he's, I mean, one, he's going to be mm -hmm. a big, big deal. I think the next year or two. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't doubt that. Hit, like the way that his, Brain functions like his drive like really interests me. I think he has like the laser focus. Like his focus is so like honed in and like he yeah. knows what he wants more than anything. And he definitely is going after it. Dude, I um, remember when we were at Atlanta Supercross, we were at like the Honda. They had him in the mm -hmm. um, the NASCAR garages, you know. Yeah. And we were at the Honda one, and like you know, Hunter was over there like testing the sound. Everyone was like, it's like Sam, what up? And like you know, like yelling stuff or whatever. And then you look over and Chase Sexton is on the bike, AirPods in, watching reruns of his timed practice. And yeah. just locked in, just yeah. staring at the TV. Didn't, didn't and I was move. like, no one's going to mess with him. No. Like, there's no one that's going to be like, hey, can I get an autograph? Or like, hey, like, he was just so zoned in. I was like, it's like did he even sign an autograph the entire day? I mean, like, I, I was like, that is what it takes to win, I think. I mean, he's the most driven, I think, out yeah. of anybody on the field. Um whether he can put it all together, I don't know. 
Um, my number one, Ken Roxon. I knew you were going to pick know, Ken Roxon. I know it's, it's, it's definitely. You know, I got his number for me to text him and ask him if he wants to be on. Uh, I think that's the most realistic. <laughs> um, reason why I feel like just like listening to Kenny's story, like the questions that I would want to ask him, um, like see if he remembers me. I doubt, like there's no, there's no way he remembers me from. Um, <laughs> no, there's no way he remembers you. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, the the battles that he has had off the track, I think, are just as yeah. equal to what he has had on the track. Like, his crash um, in Anaheim 2 in 20, uh, 2017, Anaheim 2. You took some notes down for this. Yeah. Um, he he crashed and Nothing broke. Nothing where his arm, like, yeah. fell off, basically. <sighs> yeah, he smacked the face of the jump on a triple. Yeah. Uh, I mean, dude is, yeah, he's gone. It, it would be interesting to hear, like, him, I don't know if anyone's done this with him because like everyone's always like, oh, what's going on right now? Like, yeah, no. I wanna, which like, sure, but to hear like one dude was born and raised in Germany. Yeah, like we don't. I have and then, no like, idea what he that raced was like. like the GP type stuff, and then mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, that, that guy, be, that guy would have some amazing stories to tell, and I think just a, from a perspective of you know like you, like we talk about how Chase is super driven. I feel like Ken Roxon has that level of intensity um, in his own way. It's like delivered differently than Chase's, um, but I think the intensity is, you know, right there. Yeah, I agree with that. Number two. My number two, Adam Cincerillo. Whoa. Those are the two guys that have always said, if I have any guest on, it'd be them, one of them. Wow. I think, I mean, Chase, mm-hmm. I gave my pitch for him. Adam, one, he is like the biggest fan of the sport ever. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. as, like he's obviously a fast rider too, but he he can talk good on the mic. Yep. My favorite, I think it was last year. There were some supercrosses where they had him like guest commentate. Yeah. And they were so good. Mm. Mm. I think he'd be. I mean, he he's also one of those riders that like he does do some like podcasts and talking, but I think not near enough. Yeah. Definitely should get him on then. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's kind of busy. I think. Yeah. But. uh I think that he would be really interesting to talk to and get kind of get into like mm-hmm. his mental side of the sport because he's gone through some pretty gnarly injuries. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, he was kind of like the kid that was supposed to be like you mm-hmm. know people have heard of him since he was on sixty fives. Yeah, definitely. Um, so like to talk through like that, um, and yeah, I think it would be he'd be a really good guest. <laughs> That's sick. Uh, my number two, kind of torn on this one. It's it's really hard to be original. Like you you've got some really good like original picks. Um, these are just people that I would want to like interview on like on the podcast. Um, and like my number two has to go to Travis Pastrana. He's probably the most influential writer in my life. So I would love to have you know like ask him my questions. You know like yeah. Um, you know I mean not like my questions are any like different than you know like a lot of the other interviews that he's had, but um, I want to hear, I want to hear about, you know, a lot of the stuff that he's done, you know, behind the scenes, like what it took for him to like, cause I remember like Travis, when I think he was 15 years old, he jumped this pond. He was the first one to hit this jump and he hit he, there. He was there with a bunch of like X game riders and he was 15 years old freestyle. And he, he was like riding, his parents didn't want him to like ride like freestyle and stuff because it was really dangerous. So he's like, "They'll let you, we'll let you ride like you know like motocross." Um, but he hit this 
jump where he jumps a pond in like third or fourth gear wide on his on a two stroke and like he's there with like fully grown men and they're all just like and you'd have to look up the video i don't know exactly who was all there but that video is so sick as a 15 year old just having the nuts to jump this for the yeah. first time no one else did it um and it was just that that to me i think would be a really cool like just to talk about him growing up and a lot of other stuff like Travis Pastrana is definitely right there. Okay. So my number three is kind of a wild card. All three uh, of them are. This, well, this one's not even like a pro rod or anything. Cameron Namella. Really? You know him? Yeah, I, I know uh, I know him. He does like the like two stroke restoring videos. Yeah. He's he's the reason I got back into dirt bikes in the first place. Hmm. I bought that 125 because I, I didn't know anyone that rode dirt bikes, and I was like, "Yeah, I was like, well, worst case scenario, I can buy this thing and flip it and sell it, and like have a fun time rebuilding a dirt bike." Dude, yeah. And that was because I had gotten addicted to watching these rebuild videos on YouTube. Yeah, and his was like the first one I saw, and he, you know, crushes it, dude. The as far as like the of quality videos. of the video and like the quality of his builds. Oh yeah. Um, and then on oh, top yeah. of just that, um, I mean, obviously, I don't know him personally or anything, but like, I think he's been like going through some struggles with leukemia and yeah, stuff. His, and yeah, like, his battle with leukemia. And he, he he hadn't posted a video in like years, uh, a, a, almost a year. And then he had just posted a, a video like a couple weeks ago yeah. because he's been battling leukemia. I know like he had it and then he got better. And I think he... He got it again. He got it again. Yeah. Like, uh, it'd be interesting to talk to him about all that. And like, I'm sure, that, I mean, dude's probably... Obviously, like the, the people with like strong minds have mm. been interesting me. Yeah. You know, with yeah, Chase yeah, yeah. and AC, I, I bet he's hmm. pretty strong in the brain. Yeah, I would do the uh, owner of Scrub and Dirt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, my, Scrub and Dirt's cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I just I need to have a conversation with the track owner. The guy got mad at Hayden on the first I'm time like the there. nicest guy. Like, I just want to have fun. Like, I don't know. You just want to have him on to apologize for <laughs> Yeah, I want you to apologize. Say it to my face. Um, anyway, my number three rider... I've got a couple that I could put in my third spot. This is a really tough decision uh, for number three. Um, I'll say it and then I'll give you like my honorable mention. Um, So for me, see I'm still torn about it, but my third rider, I would probably want to do Justin Bogle. I knew you were going to have Bogle on there. I'm glad you put him on there. Yeah, Justin Bogle is so cool. Like. The man, the man, like, aside from, like, dirt bikes, really cool. Like, the fact that we caught him, like, rapping at Loretta's. Like, uh, he had this old video back when he was racing at Loretta's where he uh, he started rapping in, like, a Kawasaki tent. And, like, that's where he had this, like, video, like, claim to fame. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was at Loretta's. I've never seen that video, um, so I don't know what you're talking about. It, it might have been. I don't know if there's a video of it. But there's a story. I mean, now like, he somebody, like somebody told this story, and I heard it, and I was like, Justin Bogle, like. Well, now he like raps too. You yeah, know? So. yeah, exactly. So, plus, like, I mean, the man on a dirt bike, he's not. I, I'm a huge Suzuki fan, so we'll get to well, talk he's about not on that. On a Suzuki anymore. I know, but like, I love watching him on a Suzuki. Plus, his style, his style, his is style is like unreal. nuts. When he throws a whip, like the the his leg off the off the peg, like. The style. I will never forget. It was uh, this past year. Oh, when he he got a whole shot. Yeah, he got a whole shot, and he was leading the 450 class. I think it was the main event. Yeah, he was. He got the whole shot on the Zook, 
was leading the Horridge class, and he threw this fat whip in first place and looked at the crowd in the middle of the whip <laughs> while he was in first place. Yeah, I remember that. And then he landed, and then he like got past like two turns later. But it, I was like, it was so. I sick. was like, did he really just do the that? Balls. <laughs> yeah. And plus, like, Bogle's just one of my favorite riders because he just doesn't care. You know, like, he's out there having fun, and he does what he wants to do, and, like, I think there's something to say about that, and I'd love to talk to him about he's it. He's an interesting dude. You know, he's uh, Native American, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did know that. Yep. So, he was on Gypsy Tales, and I, I heard him talk about that. Yeah. But. Well, cool. What's your third? Or what, you that went? Was, That's yeah, right. That's right. I've got, uh, let me see what my honorable mentions are. Um, film guy Tom. Oh, be, dude. Be fun to talk One to. of the guys, yeah. Um, I also put on mine uh, Jace from Gypsy Tales. Mm -hmm. I, would, I, I, I would have loved to <laughs> turn, have turn the tables around. We oh, have the now. turns have tabled. <laughs> um, I would also love, this is like, I mean, I'm getting a lot of honor mentions. Eli Tomac after he retires. Mm. I think, I mean, talk about someone that has not been interviewed. Like, you know, Eli gets interviewed, they're like, hey, how was your race? So textbook answer. Sure. But I think that, I mean, no one really knows what goes on at his little ranch. And I don't know if he's like hiding things because he's like a current athlete. He's on steroids, Maybe. <laughs> well, I don't think it's that. But like he's like, he trains by himself. Like no one really knows anything about his training program. Like gnarly. Mm -hmm. And I hope that once he retires, he releases some of that information via a podcast with someone. I agree. That would be sweet. Or at least just like opens up a little more as like, this is what I did. This is yeah, how I, like, I did what I did. I, it seems like he's a cool person. Mm -hmm. Just oh, like yeah. he doesn't really get on the mic that much. No, he's definitely not a spotlight guy. Like he's very reserved in like what he has to say. Yeah, which is respectable. Sure. Um, That's what you want out of like a champion. But player. I, I kind of want to figure out some more of what goes on in his head. Yeah. And maybe once he retires, he'll be able to let that out a little bit. Yeah, it would be sick. All right, you want to roll into. Uh, what we got going on uh, in terms of like A1 predictions or just like what are we excited about? What are we not really thinking about? Yeah, I don't know what my A1 predictions are. Um, I, okay, this is what I, I'll say this like before we before we jump in. Um, I mean like this is me jumping in, but like. Last year your A1 was, prediction was that Roxon's going to win it all. Well, obviously. I think he won the first race, didn't he? Yeah, he did. You were like, it's Rocks and Zero, you know, win the championship, and he didn't even finish the season. <laughs> yeah. Um, so careful with your words this year. What I was going to say was about Roxon, but I was hoping we didn't know what Ken Roxon's ride was going to be until A1. I think it'd be too hard to keep that a secret. I agree. There'd be way too many leaks, and like, obviously, you're going to see him. You know, like, there's going to be a video, yeah. there's going to be something, but I think that would have been really cool as as like a fan to just like this guy has been on every bike you know he's yeah. been on every color like dude, what a wild ride the past month has been of watching that it's dude, like right That's every time every you family. get on instagram it's like boom he's on a different on. color yeah and you're like oh what's, what's he gonna ride for a1 you know like who does he sign with i think i think this is an exciting this is what the fans wanted but i don't know if this is like this is definitely not like a championship bike no, but if he wins races on it, then it's going to be pretty cool, which I think he will. Yeah, and I don't think he's—I don't think he's looking for a championship this year. Like, I don't think he's like getting on a Suzuki, going, "This is my, this is my year." I, no, I, but I don't think so. Yeah, I think that his ship had already sailed, though, and I, I think he kind of knew that. Mm -hmm. If he had stayed at Honda, like Chase was the man there. It mm -hmm. seemed like at this point, 
And so if he had stayed at Honda, he would have been like, and they're probably not going to say it, but he would have probably been the number two rider, which like Ken Roxon's not a number two rider. No, definitely not. So he had to make a move somewhere. And I think that was. And what an awesome move. Like my favorite, my favorite picture is Ken Roxon throwing a whip uh, with the Screaming Eagle Suzuki. Um, the uh, Soaring Eagle. Scre- Screaming Eagle's running back. <laughs> my apologies. Uh, yeah, the Soaring Eagle. And yeah. he was kitted out in his like, it was like a yellow orange fox gear. It looked really sick. Um, but I had that screen, that screen saver had been on my computer for like forever since. Really? Yeah, since I, that was like 2013, I think. Um, the video is just super sick, but I love it. I love it, or I love that that picture. It's just iconic, um, and so to see him back on a Suzuki, you know, it's it just I sleep cool. I sleep well at night knowing that. I'm not a huge fan of uh, the whole color scheme going on with the new bike. Yeah, I don't like the light blue progressive with the white plastics. Nah, not a huge fan of it. Nah, hopefully they do something different. Like the also, I don't know what's going on with so. Ken Roxon's on that bike. Mm-hmm. There's no Twisted T logos on it, even though they're the title sponsor. Yeah. Supposedly, he's like pitting with the 250s, and they're not Twisted T or something weird like that. There's but then the rest of the 450 guys are still Twisted T. Okay. Um, that team is a fly loop. racing team. He's still on Fox. Okay. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, all the rest of... Uh, this is something I noticed yesterday. All the rest of the bikes have Mika Metals handlebars on them. Mm-hmm. He's running Renthal handlebars. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that also means Renthal chain and sprocket. Probably. I would imagine. Um, is that it? I don't know. He put a Pro Circuit exhaust. I don't know if all the bikes have those yet now or not. That was another thing. Like it was like, oh, uh, he's it looks like he's gonna sign with Suzuki. Mm-hmm. And then he posted that picture of the Pro Circuit pipe. He was like, thanks, Mitch Payton, for the new pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were like, what? What does that mean? I think it was just a throw. It definitely was a throw because we were like, that means he's going Kawasaki now? Nah. And then it came out the next day that he was on HGP Suzuki and that that bike now has Pro Circuit exhaust on it. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, okay. So I don't know if the rest, if the whole team is doing Pro Circuit now or what. Um, that That is just going to be like, that. it's still undeveloped. It's still but, like, we yeah, don't there's know a lot of details. weird things going on with Ken's. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, other sponsors mm-hmm. getting thrown into there. Um, but I, th- I think he does well. I wouldn't be surprised if he came out in one A one. Yeah, he has a lot less time on the bike than everyone else, hmm. but uh, he can still use the same setting from twenty sixteen. So <laughs> this is true. He's probably pretty far ahead on that. Um, what no, they is... actually they up- they updated the bike a little bit since then, but still, I mean, yeah, still no kickstart. What uh, what? What if they put some sort of start electric start on the bike so he's not kicking it? I don't know if they can. Is that is that within the, le- the legal law? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think it's really the Kickstarter. I don't really think it's that big of a deal. I think it is. Kenny doesn't really crash that much. No, but like it would anybody be big, anybody who stalled their bike, it would be a big deal for like Adam Cincerillo or R.J. Hampshire. I'm telling anybody if you put any rider. Any rider on a, a bike that had a kickstart, I guarantee you they're nowhere you're nowhere near as fast. Because if you stall like how many guys have we seen stall going, you know, into the whoops out of a corner and like they just stall? Yeah, Kenny doesn't do that. You're right. He doesn't. He doesn't. I don't think it'll be a problem for him. I, I don't think it will be, but like some freak accident. I, I mean, yeah, know. I'm sure it'll be an issue once this season. 
And there's going to be my a prediction. billion and one memes about it. But I think that he goes down, it's going to take him an extra two seconds. Sure. Which like One kick wonders. You yeah. Know. I mean, that bike is going to be so dialed that like... Yeah, sure, sure. He can probably kick it up sure, pretty sure. easily. Okay. Um, what, are, what are... So Chase has one more year at uh, Honda, and then he goes to Husqvarna. The rumor is KTM, but I don't... I don't see that happening, honestly. Yeah. Here, here's my big thing. Chase has been very vocal about that he trains by himself. Like, mm -hmm. like he'll he'll have. He, he I heard him. As, as the interview I was watching yesterday, he was like, "I'm fine with training with other people around me." Mm. But he was like, "I don't train with my competition around me." Mm. If you're riding for KTM, you're at the Baker's factory with all the KTM guys, all the Husqvarna guys, training with them. I don't think that he would be down for that. Yeah, I don't think so. That goes so far against like his way of training. Mm. I mean, you, you would know. You've you've listened to his like you would know like I've listened what, to his Gentiles podcast five times. I know <laughs> him. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would all work. I mean I don't think he stays at Honda. Cause I no. think that uh well, I mean what if he wins a championship at Honda? Mm. What if he wins a championship this year at Honda? And I think it also depends on how Hunter does. If Hunter has a bad year, mm -hmm. if Chase wins the championship, Hunter has a bad year, mm -hmm. then Hunter stays in the 250s another year, and I think it's Jet and Chase. Mm -hmm. But if Hunter has a good year, if Hunter wins the championship, I think that Honda is... Hunter's already got a deal through for a while Yeah. Um, with Honda. So I think Honda's going to almost definitely move Hunter up to the 450 next year. Mm -hmm. alongside his brother mm -hmm. and i don't think chase wants to be the third guy no there's which yeah. like you wouldn't think that would happen because like chase is fast but jet kind of blew the doors off of him at mx mm -hmm. nations yeah i thought i had saw something about chase and huskavarna i mean there's rumors all the time no uh, yeah i know i can't remember if it was I don't. I don't think he would go to Husky or KTM because they're both on that whole Alden Baker, mm -hmm. and like they're pretty set on that being the way. And uh, I don't think that that's how he rolls. Yeah. True. 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 Well, what is your what is your prediction then? We'll just do a quick A one prediction. Mm -hmm. Who goes one? Who goes two? You go first. I'm still thinking. I want to say Eli. Is just gonna come right back to where he was. He's gonna be right back at home. Uh, A one, Eli Tomac, one one. Strongly disagree. Okay. Um. Who's who's gonna finish second? Um, I'm gonna say either Chase or um, a little wild on this one, but um. Well, Bam Bam Barsha, the A1 king. No, I mean he is he is very good at A1. Yeah. <laughs> that, that only that one. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know. I Honestly, number 2, now that I'm like really thinking about it, I'm probably overthinking it. Um I, like I'm, I'm thinking Chase, but at the same time uh I don't know. All right, lock it in. Eli, one, Chase, two, is what you're thinking? 
Mm, hurry up and decide. Five, four, three, two, one. It's locked in. Yeah, probably Chase. All right. Uh, I'm going Jason Anderson, Chase Sexton, Ken Roxon. Mm. One, two, three. Yeah, Jason I think Ander- Jason-, Jason, Jason was comfortable last year. And nothing. I don't think anything changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Eli, but he's on a new bike. I think it's going to take him a couple races to get fully comfortable on that new bike. Yeah, I, don't I know. think I think Eli wins the championship in Supercross. Mm. Um, but I think that it takes him a couple races to start winning. Okay, because it's, it's a brand new bike. Yeah, I thought Jason Anderson. Uh, would have been number two, just solely off the fact that he's still on a Kawasaki, um, and like, I mean, nothing's nothing's changed, like you said. So, but I don't know. Chase is in the same boat, and Chase had a better result last year. So, Chase I, is getting better every year. Yeah, I had I had to go stick with Chase. I think, you know, I just said Eli was going to win the championship. Mm-hmm. I might have to. Back bet on that a little bit. You think I think Chase has uh, a better chance mm, at winning just because he's on a, I don't know. on a bike that he's been on before. I mean, they were so close in outdoors. I forgot about I forgot how how close it was with Chase and Supercross last year. Was it? It was close, but I don't think it was he won by all. Like, I don't know. It, it all it really all depends on how comfortable Eli is on the new bike. If it's if it's a breeze for him, then I, I think he wins it. Hmm. Um but also, you saw Eli how. Remember when he won Supercross on the Cowie, and his next year was just like <laughs> trash. Yeah, on the same bike mm-hmm. or the same same team. My hopefully it's not another one of those. I don't think it will be. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, you want to wrap it at that? We've been going an hour. Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, let's get a guest on for the next episode. We've been saying that for the last two, but we're gonna really try for it. I the mean, problem is we record these at like when like we both have full time jobs, so like we record them when we're free, mm-hmm. and then like it's hard to like also find someone else. That's an excuse. Sorry, this is on us. <laughs> we, <laughs> I was like, we don't want to. We have... need to be better at scheduling. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So we'll we'll do that. We'll get some good guests on. Um, maybe we'll have Adam Cincerello on the next episode. Who knows? That would be sweet. All right. That is episode, I think, 19 maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to put a number on it because I forgot what episode number that is. But thank you all for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.